Keep the change, you filthy animal. Where is the beef? Hey, how you doing? Hold on to your butt. Feels like an Arby's snack. Mine. Son of a... That's gonna leave a mark. Chili, baby, back with Well, what if there is no tomorrow? There wasn't one today. This is Tom and Jim's Top 5. Naming their top five lists on everything pop culture. Celebrating the 90s, sports, movies, music, and more. They're not authorities, just grown children. Here's your hosts, Tom Skull and Jim Doubts. That little bitty ting, it's different. Yeah, it, it, it that's, changes the whole copyright. It changes the whole thing. And he, you know what, <laughs> he, I don't know, man, he's smarter than we all think. I really do think that. I think uh, mm-hmm. he's a bright man. Actually, he's probably not. Probably not bright at all. Um, no, I think Suge Knight won on that that battle. He did. Yeah, yeah. Well, hanging yourself, hanging him over a you know what a rooftop or something, threatening to kill him. That'll that'll do yeah. it. They'll change your yeah. tune. Yeah, yeah. He's a giver. That guy, Suge Knight. He's he's he cares about people. He is a giver. Um, you ever seen the Giver? Did you ever read the Giver? I did not. No, either one. I uh, saw the remake, or I don't know if that was a remake, but it was the one with, uh, you know, that guy. The dude? The dude. Yeah, the dude. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. So brought the family camping again this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was tons of fun. Lots of fun. Son went uh, tubing behind a sp- uh, speedboat for the first time. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, he had a blast. It was great. It was great. Um, it, was a f- it was fun. It was a good time. We... Uh, you know, once he, you know, once he hit the hit the sleeping bag and went to went to bed, we got we stayed up and got uh, we drank a little too much, I'm sure, but uh, it was fun. It was good times. Nice. Yeah. What'd you do this weekend? Uh, my mother in law was in town. We nice. Thank you. Um, went out to dinner a couple times and went to see uh, Dunkirk and watched another movie at our house. Just kind of laid around. Nothing crazy. Um. I like Dun- Dunkirk. Sounds cool. I like Dun. Uh, I've heard of Dun Spock, which would be cool. That'd be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh. I need a rim shot over here. Try the veal. Yes. <laughs> Tip your waitress. Oh um, uh, wow. <laughs> do you know the story of Dunkirk? Do you know what? Not happened really. There? No. You know. You know what I like about this that movie though. Not to steal your uh, thunder of telling me the whole history of this this thing, um, is that I haven't heard much about the movie. I like that. Mm. I think that uh, so we see and hear too much about these new movies that come out that they're not as great as everyone says they're going to be. So that's why I heard about this one, that it's it's great because no one knows much about it. Yeah. I mean, it was a story that I didn't know. and uh, Nice. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was fine. You go watch it. Yeah, maybe I will. Opinion. Maybe I will, Jim. Maybe I will. Hey, I think we're recording. I mean, I don't really care what you do. You don't, you don't have to watch it. I don't, it doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> oh, God, I've missed you. This is great. Uh, this is great. I, okay, I think we're recording. So, hey, everybody. This is Tom and Jim's top five. I am Tom. And that... I'm Jim. <laughs> great. Good to see you guys. You son of a bitch. All right, uh, Jim. There you are. I was going to say something nice because you always like it when I say nice things about your I, sultry voice. I like voice. when you introduce me. Mm-hmm. I like I like uh, I like to be introduced. But you just uh, you just dropped in the gym there. 
There's a line. That's going to be a new saying, dropping in the gym. (laughs) What does that mean? I don't know, but I I like it. I like it. It can mean a lot of different things. There's your new bumper sticker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I missed you, Jim. Well, I mean, well, it's, I mean, I didn't. I mean, <laughs> I mean the exact opposite of the words that I just said. But <laughs> yes, exactly. Good to have you here. I don't. I am. Uh, I am honestly a little annoyed that we're back. I'll be honest. <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. We're here. We're here, Jim and Jim. We got a good show for everybody. Yeah, Do you remember what we're doing? Like, hey, we haven't done it yet. How can you guarantee it's going to be a good oh, yeah, show? You're right. It's not going to be good. But we are going no. to do um, – this was a, a suggestion from our fans. Uh, first of all, when we said we were going to take a break, we got a lot of people sad that we were taking a break, and we appreciate that. I, I doesn't it amazes me that people want to hear us every week still. We, we appreciate your sadness. Yeah. Um, but we are back. We, we asked for suggestions of what we should come back with. And a lot of people sent in suggestions. And we are going to do all of them at some point. So thank you for everyone sending in your suggestions of what we should do for show topics. But the one we picked was from listener Katie. And we are going to do our top five board games, Jim. Yes. Are you excited? Yeah, I, I'm glad we're doing that one because that's what I made my list about. Oh, thank God. I know. And the one stipulation... Because I, 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 I texted you a week back, like, it has to be a board game. There's a difference yes. between board games and card games. If it's if yes. there's no board of, involved whatsoever, that's not a board game. Yeah, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of games out there that don't have a board that aren't card games either, like right. Connect Four. That's right. not technically a board game. Right. So, so I know we got a lot of people said that apples to apples is one of their favorite games. And I like that game a lot, but that's, a, that's a card game. So yes, we're going to, we're going to just skip that game. <laughs> so is that okay with you? It's got to yes. be okay with you because that's what we're doing. And right. um, okay. But before okay. we get into our topic, Jim, we had a lot of comments. Like I said, we went off a week, so we kind of had a couple extra ones, but I think they're all worthy of being, being spoken about. <laughs> and uh, I know there's one on there that we both got to get involved on. <laughs> <laughs> back and forth with so we'll we'll mention that one in a little bit but first i want to um mention our uh, listener matt uh he was talking about our our 90s one hit wonder show and um he says he doesn't consider the verve a one hit wonder he said the whole album is killer he said my second favorite album ever but the thing is about that um that just means you like the songs that doesn't mean they hit the top 40 <laughs> you know like I, I i'm glad you like that band but that's i mean there really is the only the one bittersweet symphony is like their only big hit. So I'm just that's you know. true. But thank you for like writing in. Uh, but he did say his his <laughs> wife and I they danced at uh, their wedding to the song uh, 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 "Lucky Man" by The Verve. So okay, great. Um, I'm sure it's a wonderful song, Matt. And I I, I yeah, I just still think The Verve's a one hit wonder. But that's okay. <laughs> now I feel bad like I'm making fun of our fans. Am I? No, no, no. Oh, okay. So. All right. Uh, next one from uh, listener Marshall. Great episode. Uh, his favorite one '90s one hit wonder is Butterfly. Um, and I don't know. He says I don't know really know music super well, but when I heard you say that one as an honorable mention, I got excited. <laughs> so that's thank you, Marshall. <laughs> this one comes from Facebook, and Jim, this is a friend of ours that we used to work with in Tulsa together. Um, his name okay. is Ty. I don't know if you remember Ty, yeah. and he said, hey. I "Actually, I did not work with Ty, oh, but you I did. knew Ty. Oh, you knew Ty. Okay, I worked with Ty for a little bit. Um, he said, "Hey, Ty, it's Tom. Or I'm sorry, hey Tom, it's Ty. 
This could be a hard one for me. Hey, Ty. Hey, Tom. It's Ty. That's how he started it. Everyone with me so far? Good. It's a good introduction. Right. Good. <laughs> just wanted to tell you, I just found your podcast, and it's awesome. Great topics. I'm trying to listen to one each day to catch up. Love the fast foods episode. Payway all the way, dude. <laughs> Keep up the great work. That's awesome. Thank you. And I, I seriously have not talked to Ty in, in 10 years. <laughs> um, we're Facebook friends, but it's one of those, like, you're Facebook friends because you just know the person like we don't ever interact. And uh, so that's so cool that he reached out and he found our, he found it all on his own, you know? So that was really sweet. That's uh, so we really appreciate that. Thank you, Ty. Um, listener Keith um, is talking about the one hit wonders. Also, he said good picks on the one hit wonders. What, a, what about a topic? Oh, then he suggested topics about rock and roll movies. Um, like that, that thing you do featuring the legendary and totally six real sixties band, the Oneaters, which is, <laughs> The joke in that movie because they're the one hit wonders and he, but he spells it O N E. Remember? Do you remember that movie, Jim? No. Oh, okay. Uh, well, anyway, it's okay. So that's an inside joke. Then am I? Am I just? Uh, you know, someone out there's gonna get it. Thanks, Keith, for writing in. Jim doesn't understand funny. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Oneaters so because he, the guy spells it with the, the O N E and then no, it, I got it, it. Okay, I, I got it. <sighs> Because it's your dog. Yeah, it's because your dog. All right, this one comes from Podbean, and their uh, <laughs> their username is SYZ1650986. Did I catch a niner in there? Uh, yeah, I think so. And it just says, great episode. So thank you. Oh, great. Uh, this one comes from uh, CJ McClure, also from Podbean. New listener here, but just heard that Jim is from Cleveland. I'm from Columbus. Just thought that was cool. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. So, do you know each other? <laughs> no. Uh, no, I do, I do not know him yet. But uh, we do go down to Columbus every once in a while. Columbus. I heard it's beautiful this time of year. It's it's gorgeous this time of year. Is it? Is it? That's yeah. good. What else is in Columbus? That's where Ohio State is, right? Ohio State is in Columbus. Ohio State is in Columbus, but Ohio State's campus is really like a city in itself. Oh. Oh. So oh, very it's very, it's very like, large. Like the Vatican. Um. No, no, nothing like that. No, no, <laughs> okay. nothing like that. No, no. All right, Jim, I have two more comments, and they're both epic. And one's really short, and one's really long. So I'm gonna okay, go with the okay. lo- I'm gonna go with the long one. And this comes from a friend of yours you grew up with, named Adam. Yes. Um, do you want? Uh, should I read the whole thing? Uh, it is. It is long. I'll paraphrase uh, a little I'll bit. Leave that, I'll, I'll leave that up to you. I'll paraphrase a little bit. He's got some Effenheimers in there. I'll leave him out. Um, <laughs> But, he's a family man. Yeah, he is. He's got a beautiful kid. Uh, he really, two of them, actually. So he's, he's, he wrote in, and he says, really love the show. I look forward to listening to it whenever I get a chance. I feel like that's kind of backhanded right there. Like, I'll just put it on whenever. You know, well, but, to be fair, he really, he's, he's busy, so he really doesn't get a lot of chances. So he's probably heard about one and a half episodes. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, he says, it's a great idea. The topics are great, and the way you guys discuss it, I wish I could drive in. I wish I could dive into the conversation all the time. You know, we've gotten uh, mess, uh, comments about that before too. Like, they, people like start talking back to their wherever they listen to it. <laughs> and so that's I cool. do that actually. When yeah. I listen to the show back, I'm like, why didn't I say that? Yeah, well, it's because you're not a smart man. But we're moving on. <laughs> uh, great research on the topics as well. Well, he got him snowed because it's not that great of research. Uh, <laughs> love the tidbits I learned from. The, I learn learn from every pick. Keep it up. Uh, I'm listening to the Top Dads episode right now as I write this, and I gotta say I love both your picks so far, Jim. 
is right there with uh, Al Bundy. Is there's a little Al Bundy in every dad, and Tom, your pick of Commander Cisco from Deep Space Nine is brilliant. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you. That that sentence right there is the only reason you wanted to read this entire. Exactly, review. I'm done. I'm not going to read the rest of this. No, okay, I'll keep going. Um, I'm a huge. He says I'm a huge Trek fan, and that is one of the things I liked about the series that relationship between Benjamin Cisco and his son. Uh, this is where it gets fun. The one and only problem I had so far was your top cartoons episode. All right, hold on. I agree with almost all the lists, especially Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It's pretty hard to top that. That cartoon and the movies were magical experiences in in my life. Otherwise, <laughs> in my life. Uh, also, oh, he said, what does he say? He kind of, he must have wrote this when he was drinking. Um, were magical experience in my life, otherwise traumatic upbringing. I screwed that up. He's trying to be funny and I screwed it up. I'm sorry, Adam. What? Wow. Okay. Wow. But, period, not, period, one, period, mention, period, of Batman the Animated Series. What the, insert Effenheimer here. <laughs> How can th- how can that not be a top five cartoon pick? Batman the Animated Series has been ranked as one of the greatest animation television series ever created. It has been highly praised for its sophistication, mature writing, voice acting, orchestrated soundtrack, art- artistic ambition, and faithfulness <laughs> to the source material. In the 92 year end issue... In the in the ninety two year end issue, Entertainment Weekly ranked the series as one of the top television series of the year. He goes on in his book, oh, Batman: The Complete History. Les Daniels describes the animated series as coming as close as any artistic statement has to defining the look of the Batman of Batman of the nineteen nineties. And he keeps going on about all these people talking about how great the show is. I get it, Adam. We're not those people. This is Tom and Jim's top five, okay? <laughs> not TV Guide's top five. Anyway, <laughs> this extreme... He goes on. He's, he gave me like five examples of what everyone picking their show. Uh, is, this extremely large and glaring air and judgment on both of your parts puts my faith in your future picks in top five lists on a precipice from which I may have a hard time coming back from. <laughs> Tom, you seem like an awesome dude, but since I don't know you that well, I will not fault your I will not fault you for this offense. But Jim, fuck dude. <laughs> Sorry, I chopped it. I thought I knew you. We spent how much of our formative years together and this deep, dark, effing wrong secret of yours I never knew. You never watched it. I don't know where to go from here with you. I hurt beyond hurt. Other than that, love the show. Keep up the good work. <laughs> oh, and I wrote back. I wrote back. First, I said best feedback ever, and I said, "Well, Jim is the bigger superhero fan. Very surprised he didn't pick it as well." I was trying to like help you and bury you at the same time with that one. Sure, thank you. Um, thank you. And then he said, when he told me he never watched it, I finally understood how Padme from Star Wars felt <laughs> when. <laughs> Oh, uh, and then we just kind of go on, and then you jumped on here and just said, "I'm standing right here. I could hear everything you're saying." <laughs> and uh, oh, it just goes on. And um, Adam, thank you for listening. Uh, yes, I I agree that I know a lot of people like that show. I think we mentioned that some of our fans have were talking about that one. They mentioned that would be in their top five, but uh, yeah, I just never I never watched it. So 
I, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna apologize for it. <laughs> so and uh, I think we mentioned on the show, yeah, I, that how it, how it uh, was always highly ranked, but neither one of us watched it. But right. um, although I, I greatly appreciate Adam's well thought out comment, <laughs> um, I'm going to discredit him. Okay. In one sentence, and that sentence is Adam hates Scooby Doo. Oh, everything he says is erroneous. I mean, what? <laughs> Adam. Sorry, man. You're out. You're out. All right. Moving on. Moving no, it's on. been great. Adam um, Adam just started to listen to the show, and he's burned through a few episodes. And he's texting me, like, after every one of our picks, he, he texts me um, after each one of them. And I can tell which episode he's watching. Awesome. It's it's really cool. He's really loving the show, and the feedback from him has been really great. Awesome. Yeah, Adam, keep up. We love the feedback. Even that one was that was epic. Um, very <laughs> Yeah, very good. And sorry if I screwed up. I can't – I'm not a very good reading – person i can't talk either apparently <laughs> left to right uh, top to yeah bottom. yeah i'm the i'm the, reading's hard give me a curious george book and i still struggle <laughs> but awesome awesome and uh one other feedback today i got today jim i got today right before we went an hour before we started recording okay. uh to, we're recording this on august 1st and uh for, for those of you in america i don't know if they celebrate this elsewhere probably not but it's national night out are you aware mm. of this, Jim? Where um, yes. neighborhoods and stuff around the around the country, they sell you know they'll get like a picnic, the whole the whole neighborhood picnic on, and we had ours tonight. And um, uh, a, a friend of mine uh, who is also uh, on the city council in our town <laughs> came up to me, sought me out, saw me from across. There's a bunch of people there. So, saw me, he comes up to me, shakes my hands, hey, how's it going? He's good, and he's like, yeah, I've I've listened to a few of your uh, podcast episodes. And it's uh, it's mildly entertaining. <laughs> that was it. That was the comment. And uh, yeah, so um, you know, I think he's coming up for your election soon. So that's cool. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't can, know if he means I... it or if he's trying to be mean, but it was awesome and made me laugh. Um, his wife laughed really hard at that comment, so it makes me think he doesn't like the show. Uh, but I'm not sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna use that as a a, a quote in our Instagram profile. Oh, Mildly, send, send me his name. I will. And I'll, I'll, I'll send you. Him. I'll send that's you. Amazing city councilman. Yeah, what what a great testimonial from a city councilman councilman from Duluth, Minnesota. Mildly entertaining. Mildly entertaining. Oh man, that's I love great. It. That's great. I, you know what? It's a perfect description. I think, but. I think it probably is actually. <laughs> well, before we get into our topic, real quick, one two, I want oh, to mention. God. I know, I know, I want to mention, but these guys have been awesome, and I like their show. But the Deuce Podcast, we've mentioned them a few times. They uh, they they do a podcast, and they do uh, they just talk, they review a movie sequel. And this week they did Pitch Perfect two, um, and they review it. But in the it, they they gave us a big shout out on their show, and we really appreciate it. They played our opening theme to our show, and they. They talked about it, and then they talked about what episodes they like that they've listened to, and they encouraged a lot of people to listen to us. So thank you again, you guys. That's, that's awesome. And you, everyone out there listening to us, go listen to their show. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Jim and I hope to be on one of those episodes one of these days, and we'll have to oh, get them awesome. on too. Yeah. yeah, we'd love to do that. Yeah, so so thanks again. Okay, now let's get into our topic. We've wasted enough okay, time. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we just had to mention all that. There's just too much. There's just too much not to mention. So, all right, Jim, let's go with our top five board games. Do you, yes, sir. You, you start. Okay, my number five is uh, it's a very basic game, um, very simple game. I would say um, 
if it were a cereal, it would be cornflakes. Well, that was in your top five cereals. <laughs> no, it no, oh, no Cheerios. It? No. Well, it's not Cheerios. <laughs> honey nut. Honey nut. Don't 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 yell at me. My number five. Yeah. Is checkers. Lame. <laughs> is that a? Never mind. I was just about God, to ask if that's God a board bless. game. It's on God a board. Bless. It's on a checkered board. Yeah, it's, yeah. It has one qualification, <laughs> and it's on a board, Tom. <laughs> I know. You like checkers. Okay, continue I on. I do like checkers. Okay, all right. That's good. It's like a good checkers. game. It's a good game. It's a good game. I feel I can I can see you judging me. So, that's the that's you in the window. Look at that. Hmm. All right, anyway, checkers. <laughs> Tell me more about checkers. There's a, oh, there's a squirrel out there. Hmm. Look at that. That's hmm. neat. Interesting. Uh, God, I hate you. So, checkers has been around for at least 5,000 years. Oh, boy. Here we go. Strap in, everybody. No, no. I don't have a whole lot on it. <laughs> okay. Just wanted to be, well, because probably hasn't cannot, changed wait, a lot. I cannot wait for your crappy number five pick. It's so, pretty bad. <laughs> it's, <laughs> Chinese checkers. Oh, that game. Get the hell out of here with that. I know we have listeners in China. I don't even know if they play that game there, but that game sucks. Okay. Continue on. You know, in, in China, they just call that checkers. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> a, a board resembling. Okay, so here's what I thought was actually. There's there's a few tidbits that are interesting about checkers. Sure. And <laughs> sure, no, I, I am, sure. I'm I'm trying to be serious here. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, there's not too many places that actually call this game checkers. Okay. Um, Canada, as far as I know, calls it checkers. The United States does, but most of the rest of the rest of the world calls it drafts. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was the, so. I told you it goes back over five thousand years. Um, a board resembling a checkerboard or a drafts board was found in Mesopotamia in three thousand BC. Jeez. Yeah. In uh, in a British museum, there are specimens of an ancient Egyptian checkerboard uh, found with pieces in burial chambers. Plato's mentioned the game um, as being an Egyptian origin, and Homer, uh, not Simpson, has also mentioned it. And it is said to have been played during the Trojan War. So this game, very simple, basic game, goes back thousands of years. Hmm. Like I said, uh, there are a lot of different variations, a lot of different names. Uh, we play basically an English version of the game, but in English, in, in, in the UK, they call it drafts also. Uh, in Russian drafts, the game pieces can uh, move backwards diagonally and not just forward. And did you know that uncrowned checker pieces, the game pieces, are called men? I did not know that. Now you do. Thank and you. And the very, the very last row is called King's Row, which makes sense because when you get there, you get kinged. Ah. But some international versions use a flying king. And when you get kinged, your king can jump any distance on the game board. Interesting. Yeah, so as long as there's an open space, you can jump across the game board over a piece and take that piece. Do any of them use a sofa king? Pieces are called <laughs> men, stones, or pawns in, in most non-English-speaking countries. Um, drafts is also called dame or dames in a lot of... Uh, non-English-speaking countries, which relates back to chess with the queen. Okay. So here's what I thought was weird, though. Yeah. So uncrowned pieces are still called men, but then when they're kinged, 
they're called dames or ladies. So apparently you get a sex change once you get kinged in some international games. I didn't understand why they're called men and then queens. Hmm. But it's all related to chess. Okay. So I don't know. It's a simple game. There's some <laughs> minor strategy there. I don't know how to play chess. I wish I knew how to play chess. I don't. So I play checkers. But my wife and I play checkers. And we always end up in an argument after about three or four games. Because uh, sometimes we'll have game night. Well, and that's we'll going to be a common theme through all these games. That they're going to all end in arguments. Yes. Okay. Uh, and it's weird because the degree of argument is actually um, ranking on my list. Perfect. So, like, when I get to my number one, it's an all-out brawl by the time we're done with this game. But it still makes it one of my favorite games, maybe for that reason. I don't know. Um, But my wife and I were on vacation before we were married or engaged or anything. It was years ago. Went on vacation with my parents in uh, Missouri, in the Ozarks. And outside of one of these little general stores, they had this uh, huge checkerboard, but it was made out of, like, a rug. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. You, you just, uh, I assume this is a Cracker Barrel. Is that what it? Well, at? this was just like this was like a general store, like okay, an old time general store. And we sat out there on rocking chairs and played chess. Nice on this thing. And the the game pieces are like I don't know, maybe four inches in diameter. They're really big men, as you as we know to call them now. Well, we and, do now. Uh, we do now. Thank you, thank you, Jim, for educating us on the fine game of drafts. No problem, Tom. Well, we do have a, Anytime, Jim. We buddy. do have a lot of listeners in the United Kingdom, and so they know exactly what you're talking about. So that's good. Mm. That's good. Um. So anyway, yeah, I went to uh, Cracker Barrel later on and found that same game with the rug board that's huge and everything. So we have that at my house, and nice. Every once in a while, we break that out and play that. Well, it's a true story. I like that story. Good. When that's did, all I have. That's all you have. Tom. Okay. So yeah. and you play. You've been playing this for years. I'm guessing. Since you're a little kid, since, since I was old enough to play checkers, yeah. So what, four or five years old? <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, like sure, that. sure. Yeah. yeah, right. Good pick, Jim. Good pick. I w- I'm gonna play some commercials in between our stuff, but guess what? There's no commercial for checkers, so um, I'm gonna just move on. There's got to be a commercial for checkers at some point. At some point in the last five thousand years, somebody made a commercial for checkers. All right, hold on. All about the Washingtons. Look what your two bucks gets you, baby. Loads of flavor and me. Rallies and Checkers new $2 chicken slider box. Our classic chicken slider or tried buffalo style. Box with fries for two bucks. Rallies and Checkers. It's in a bag. So, <laughs> Checkers, delicious, by the way. Twice my favorite. Oh, my God. Checkers, Jim. Way to start off with a bang. <laughs> All right. Um, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. My number five, Jim, is a little game by Milton Bradley called guess who no, I no go like ahead guess game. go ahead guess no yes the game is called guess who <laughs> you like that game you do it's really so clever yeah i used to play it when i was a kid all right for those of you who don't know it's uh, a red board and a green or green board red board and a blue board with 24 little images on it of different characters of like there's a guy named tom there's a guy named jim sally betty you know all these people and they all have different characteristics and you have to ask your opponent because you each pick a person ahead of time. Uh, does your person have glasses? Is your person bald? Does your person have red hair? And that stuff. And you, and you just process of elimination, and that's how you find out who your person has. And you have to get to it's that like, point first. What? It's like it's like go fish for people. It is like go fish for people. Is that should be that's your next reality TV show? Go fish for people. Yeah. 
Hmm. Hmm. I mean, if if yeah. if what's his name can race a shark, um, we can fish for oh. humans. Let, let me ask you a question. Uh huh. Um, just playing devil's advocate. Uh huh. Is this in fact a board game? It's on a board. It is not. What do you call that? A plastic piece. According to their website, Jim, uh-huh. each player starts the game with a board <laughs> that includes cartoon images of 24 people and their first names with all images standing up. This is according hmm. to the Hasbro website. I would... Okay. I, I will not. Uh, I will not press the issue. Continue. Don't even wanna. Um, the <laughs> they came out with special editions, uh, Star Wars, Marvel Comics, Disney stuff like that. And there's travel editions, which I had. It's basically the same thing, just has uh, 20 characters instead of 24 on each on each board. Board. Um, Plastic piece. Board. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like it's a piece of wood. Anyway, I know it's just not go there. It's just not. It's just not right now, Jim. It's it's getting late. You're at a twelve. I need you to five. I know. I know. Anyway, uh, this game did wouldn't go without controversy, Jim. A little girl, a uh, six year old at the time, uh, wrote in to Hasbro and said that she was upset. There was only six. Uh, sorry, five female characters to pick from, and uh, and they didn't care. The Hasbro people at the time didn't care, and they said it doesn't matter. You have to go by your physical, <clears throat> excuse me, physical characteristics. That's what you're asking. And okay. they argued, uh, well, a male and a female—that's a physical characteristic. Is your is your um, obviously there's a difference between a male and a female. <laughs> so uh, that's uh, so they, yeah. Her parents found Hasbro's uh, uh, Hasbro's claims to, to her to be tone deaf and condescending to their daughter. And so since all that craziness, they, there's since a lot more women involved. It's equal now, I believe. And of course, there's different nationalities represented. Because at the time, I think there was only one uh, a- African American represented on the, the board too. But since then, it's much much different. Um, uh, so yeah, I like this game. Jim, did you have this game? I did. Yeah, yeah. I used to play. I, I like this game. Yeah. There you go. It mentions board game many times in their um, in their thing. So I'm gonna stick with it. To, I don't know. To, I didn't. I don't see game. a board anywhere. But yeah, sure, sure. If you have Battleship on your list, I'm throwing something across the, the the room because that's not a board either. I don't know why you have to yell at me when you don't even know if it's on my list. I don't. I'm just saying if it is, I'm going to give... Moving on. <laughs> it's Guess Who? The mystery face game. The fun is trying to guess when you play Guess Who. Is your person bald? Yes. A very good question. Does your person have a beard? Uh-huh. An excellent clue. The fun is trying to guess when you play Guess Who. You wear glasses? Yep. Uh-oh. That means it's not you. So long. Or you. Bye-bye. Or you. To long. I guess you're Tom. You win. Let's play again. The fun is trying to guess when you play Guess Who. Game cards do not actually talk. All right, Jim. What is your number four? My number four, my number four board game. Board yes. game. Board game. Yeah. That's, um, that's the topic. The, the game that uh, you're going to play on a physical board is I'm going to take a two-by-four board and crack it across your face. How's that sound? <laughs> and then you're going to wish, you're going to wish I like it was a this. plastic piece of guess who, because it's not going to hurt as much. See, now, now I'm you, getting physical. I'm, now does, I'm, your, does your character have glasses? Yes. Yes, it does. 
<laughs> Trivia Pursuit, Thomas. Boom! My That's my number game. four. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. Good, good, good. Let's just uh, let's keep on trucking with this. Okay. Trivia Pursuit. Uh, I'm sure we have a lot of overlapping things. I'm sure, sure. you have some court tri- cases on yours. Yep. Two of them. You have some, yeah, probably the same ones because we read the same damn websites. Right. So, Trivia Pursuit. Yes. Uh, is determined... You're going to have it word for word exactly what I have. Well, Copy just go, go. You go first. I'm uh, sick of talking. Players, I'm sick of listening to you. A player's know. ability to answer general knowledge and popular culture questions, which is probably why we both like the game so much. Yay! Um, created in 1979 in our, our friendly neighbors to the north, Montreal, yes. by a guy named Chris Haney, who's a photo editor for the, uh, the Gazette, a Montreal paper. And Scott Abbott, a sports editor for the Canadian Press, um, they after they had lost some uh, game pieces to their Scrabble game, they decided to create their own game. Um, they let's see the game was developed and released in 1981, which I didn't realize it was that new of a game. Right? Yeah, it seems older, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I figured my parents grew up playing Trivia Pursuit, but right. that is uh, not the case. Um, the object of the game is to move around the board by correctly answering trivia questions. Questions are split into six categories, uh, each one identified by a color. Categories being geography, entertainment, history, arts and literature, science and nature, and sports and leisure. What was your favorite category? My favorite was, um, did you say geography? (laughs) I did. Oh yeah, that one. Uh, I like geography. No, I was writing some down. I'm sorry. Uh, Geography and the sports and leisure. Um, My least favorite, arts and literature. Get the hell out of here with that one. Yeah. What about you? (laughs) Um, I like the sports and leisure and I liked entertainment. Yes. The leisure questions would get you though. Because you're like, oh, sports, I know this. And then ask you about, uh, you know, checkers. Uh, And... uh... But you got those right. I did. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the the more interesting of the court cases that I found yeah. was in 1984, a guy named Fred L. Worth, which I'm sure you have this exact same one. I do. He was an author of a book called The Trivial Trivia Encyclopedia. Yes. And he filed a $300 million lawsuit against the distributors of Trivia Pursuit. He claimed that more than a quarter of the questions in the game's Genius Edition had been taken from his book, even to the point of reproducing errors and uh, deliberately placed misinformation that he put in his book. One of the questions on Trivia Pursuit was, what was Columbo's first name? Uh, with the answer, Philip. That doesn't even Phillip. seem right even when you say it. It really does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that information had been uh, fabricated to catch anyone who might be violating his copyright. So... Which I think is weird that he just put out misinformation in this book of genius facts. Yeah, he was like daring people to copy him or something. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, so the inventors of Trivia Pursuit acknowledged that uh, worst books were among their sources, but argued that this was not improper and that the facts were not protected by copyright because it's factual information. Yeah, he didn't create uh, the fact. <laughs> no. Yeah. So, <laughs> Um, the district court judge agreed ruling in favor of trivia pursuit basically because right. uh, facts are facts right except for alternative facts but that's a different story mm-hmm. there's yeah. there's a whole nother thing about facts we can talk about <laughs> um, that's that's for a different 
different podcast. Right. Um, let's see. And then you probably have another court case on David Wall. Is that correct? Yeah, David Wall. Uh, he <laughs> he claimed he was hitchhiking in uh, 1979 in uh, Sydney, Nova Scotia, and he said he was picked up by Chris Haney, who is the creator of the game. And um, he Wall claimed that he told Haney all about his idea for this cool game. <laughs> including the shape of the markers. Um, Wall's mother even testified in court um, uh, on his behalf, saying that, oh, yeah, she saw plans that looked like the game, but those plans were destroyed. So Of course they really were. Um, Wall's friend, who was allegedly hitchhiking with him at the time, never testified, probably because he knew he was full of shit. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then Haney said he never met Wall. So it's just like, whatever. Um so they uh, obviously that court case was uh, thrown out as well because uh, he was trying to claim that he came up with the idea and all that stuff. But the the Fred Worth one you mentioned reminds me of that Seinfeld when he's George is playing against the Bubble Boy in Trivial Pursuit and he, they kept arguing if it's the Moors or the Moops and yeah. it's like it's like do you think they just put misinformation in there because they want Trivial Pursuit to copy them? <laughs> so who knows? <laughs> all right, I I love this game. My family had it. Uh, we had the. Um, I don't know what the first edition was called, like the Genius Edition or something like that. Yeah, I think that was the first one. Yeah, and uh, I was, I was, I'm, always, I'm in your camp too. I always thought it was like a much older game than it was, but uh, it's not. It's only from the early '80s. But um, we had some of these other editions, and one was like, um, there was a young, a young Genius Edition or something. Then we had this All Star Sports one, and we thought it'd be so cool to play. And it's basically like, who played frisbee golf? in 1919 against, you know, the ex-president. <laughs> it's ridiculous questions. I'm like, okay, yeah, this one sucks. But um, later on, though, we got uh, the totally 80s edition, which is your favorite, I know. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we got uh, the Millennium Edition came out in, like, 98, 99, um, which was just updated questions, updated board and stuff um, and stuff like that. It actually got uh, – I don't know if it was that one. Actually, I think it was a later edition – uh, back, and like what did I wrote this down 2012 I think um uh what do you call it? the UK was like upset because they felt like the new edition the questions were dumbed down and they thought it wasn't as hard as it it should be which I thought was funny that people in the UK thought that but America said oh this is fine <laughs> <laughs> this is great I can do this one you know it's like just like uh jeopardy college edition oh god yeah I just wanted to be on there to wear my sweater <laughs> Like, never mind. Go right. ahead. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, those are some of the additions I have. I love playing this. We played this as a family, and like, I was, I'm the youngest in the family, so like, when I was really young, I really had a hard time. I was always on someone's team, and I never got to really answer the questions. And my brothers yeah. hated it when I wanted to read the question because it took forever because I was six. And um, <laughs> but I, I was in charge of the the pie pieces. You know, I, I would get them all color coordinated and make sure everyone had the correct amount of pie pies and where they go and all that stuff that was my job when i was younger well i remember the game being so hard when i was younger playing my family because when you're you know like you said when you're six or seven you don't know the name of the lone ranger's horse right but your parents do like there's so many you don't know any of the answers to this game but it's still fun and it's why i I love to do like uh like bar trivia good one uh like bar trivia and uh as as awesome as this sounds when I was in high school, I was on like uh, they called it the Scholastic team, but it was like a trivia team. 
Oh yeah, nice. And uh, you well, it, it sounds nice now, but it was not cool when I was in high school. And it was like me and it would be like four or five other people and you would go to the other schools. And there was a, a moderator from each school and they would uh, they would ask like a toss-up question. You had a buzzer and you would answer the question if you got it first. And then your your team would have like a, an expanded question of like a five-part question and you would write down the answers. Is this and like anyway, in, the, in, in, I'm sorry, is this like in Saved by the Bell when Screech and uh, they're on the Knowledge Ma- Bowl or whatever? Mavemschlep? Mavemschlep. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly like that. Okay, great. It's great. exactly like that, except uh, all the cool kids were on that team, and uh, it was not—it was not a very popular thing to do to be smart in high school. So, <laughs> if you were on a team that said you were smart, it was even more uncool. Oh man, now it's so different. Now it's like I just pray my son is smart. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> it's like who cares about sports, kid? Just to keep watching Bill Nye and just take all the science classes you can—you can take. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So you you kind of lived trivia pursuit that way. Yes. Nice. Yes. I love trivia. Yeah. You you mentioned like bar trivia and stuff. Like I'm a trivia nut, and so like I love doing trivia. I love reading people trivia questions. My wife and I will when we do road trips. I know we're getting off topic of the actual trivia pursuit, but it's all the same thing. Um, I'll be driving and she'll like uh, just pull up her phone. And there's like that trivia crack game, or there's other just random trivia things you can find on the web. And um, she'll just read me trivia, and we'll just answer them. And uh, it's just so much fun. I love it. That's so much better than our game because we play I Spy with My Little Eye, and that gets really quick. Yeah, how many road signs do you say speed limit can you find? <laughs> right, right. Yellow. Yeah, right. Is it the stripe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Trivia Pursuit is also like uh, had some TV shows. Um, there was a Trivia Pursuit US game show on the Game Show Network. I don't remember that actually, but there's also a UK edition, and I think uh, I think there's actually one in Spain too. Which is, so I think it's called Trivia Pursuit Spain. Um, huh. Yeah, but uh, lots of lots of cool lots of cool stuff came on this. I um, there was a made for TV. I've, I don't know. You probably found this trivia too. Made for TV. Uh, movie entitled Breaking All the Rules The Creation of Trivia Pursuit and it treated it was treated largely as a comedy the movie featured a bunch of music from Jimmy Buffett it portrayed the creators of the game as three beer loving Canadians which I need <laughs> to see this movie <laughs> so yeah what else you got on that I uh, we had a uh, yeah like I said we I play on my phone all over the place and uh yeah yeah good 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 pick Jim good pick well you too thanks Answer the question, comrade, if you please. What was Julius Marx more commonly known as? Carl? No. Garacho. (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen, enough, please. The Star Wars question. Who was Luke Skywalker's father? (laughs) Trivial Pursuit, 6,000 questions of no vital importance whatsoever. All right, so what's what's your number three, Jim? Ugh, I feel like I just went. Uh, you did. Number three. <laughs> I need a I need a break. Uh, you number look three. Yep. Well, oh, oh, this old thing. I wear it. I only wear it when I don't care what I look like. It's like it's like worn leather, but in a good way. My number three <laughs> is Scrabble. Oh, here we go. All right. <laughs> All right. Cool. Scrabble. Let's hear it. What? What? You want to say something about Scrabble? No. No, how many letters you got right now? Uh, four, and it starts with F. Okay, I got it. Oh, first, okay, first, does your does your person have a mustache? Go fish. Damn. Okay, 
Okay, anyway, Scrabble. Uh, Scrabble. Uh, the name is a trademark of Hasbro in the U.S. and Canada. Outside of the U.S. and Canada, it is Mattel. The game is sold in 121 countries in 29 languages, and about 150 million have been sold worldwide. That's a lot of Scrabble. That is a lot of Scrabble. <laughs> um, there are around uh, 4,000 Scrabble clubs around the world. Are you a member of the Duluth Scrabble Club? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> No, I can't I say I am. I, we should start one. If there is it, you should start one. All right, I'm on it. Uh, in uh, <laughs> with your city councilor, you guys can <laughs> you guys can uh, go ahead and start one up. That'll in make 19- that'll make me vote for him again if he's on my Scrabble team. <laughs> in 1938, uh, an American architect named Alfred Butts, of course, created the game. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a triple word score. <laughs> in uh, in 1948. <laughs> a resident of Newtown, Connecticut bought the rights to manufacture the game in exchange for granting Butts a royalty on every unit sold. It seems like a pretty good deal. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, so according to the legend, Scrabble's big break came in 1952 when the president of Macy's played the game on vacation. And when he returned home, he was surprised to find that his store did not carry it. And he placed a huge order for Macy's to carry every Macy's to carry the store. And within a year, uh, it really blew up. In the second year, uh, nearly four million sets were sold. And that pay, did that pay for the parade? Yes, okay. that, and and that created that actually started Thanksgiving. Oh, I knew yeah, it was a lot something of different. Don't know that. Yeah, see, they don't tell you the truth in school. You know, we learned a no. different kind of history. Anyway, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you, yeah, uh, Scrabble was the beginning of Thanksgiving. Got it. Mm-hmm. That's a new sticker right there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Okay, please go on. Uh, I'm dying here. No, I love, <laughs> I love Scrabble. Um, it's one of the games that I. My wife is very good at Scrabble. So when I say that I can beat her at, it's not like it's a cakewalk. She's very good at it. But what I really love about it is that when I win, it really pisses her off. Oh yeah, she gets really upset when I beat her at Scrabble. So it's fun for me. Yes. Um, and we we will play it. Uh, we used to play it. On the weekends, uh, like every other week, we'd break it out over a couple martinis, and then it'd get really heated gameplay. Um, obviously, she can't drink now, so we play it sober. But um, well, she. Does. I remember when we. Yeah, right. She does. Yeah. I remember when we, <laughs> when we bought this game. Uh, we went to a Target, and we were in like a game phase. We bought like Jenga, this one, Clue, like a bunch of other games to play, and uh, obviously to play. What else are you going to do with them? And we went to Target, we bought Scrabble, and it was like a 17-year-old kid behind the register, and he looks at us and he goes, cool, big night planned? <laughs> and I go, cool, yeah. maybe later I'll tell you what a vagina feels like. And then we left Target. I'm, I'm going to say, Jim, it was a good comeback, but his was better. It was better, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Target. They're always employing the, the, the future of America. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Good stuff. So that made me feel super cool. And the funny I mean, thing is, he's right. You had a big yeah, night well, planned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put on some slow jams on Pandora, have a martini, and play some Scrabble. Oh, man. This this is a good pick, Jim. I did not put this one on my uh, pick. This is one of my honorable mentions, actually, and only because I don't really care for the game, but my wife likes this game. And we, mm-hmm. we're kind of like you, like... She's good at it. Um, she's a lot better at 
the uh you know speaking and talking obviously i'm not um and she's <laughs> in, uh, in spelling and everything uh, but uh this is another game we got for uh we got a bunch of those a bunch of board games for our wedding we registered for a bunch of board games and this is one we got and we actually took on our honeymoon and it was like pouring rain almost our whole honeymoon so we we played this while we were you know and it almost ended our marriage week first weekend i mean because like, i i i like i see the tiles and i'm like i quickly put a, a a word out there which is not what you're supposed to do i i get it i know but i just i see words I'm like yeah put that one out there and then she'll just sit there for like 20 minutes and thinking and thinking and I, it just drove me nuts but of course she'd kick my ass and you know whatever mm. well i don't like my wife has a larger vocabulary than i do i'm just I'm the guy that will add an S to a word that's already on the board. Oh, I'm that guy too. And then yeah. like put a three-letter word off of that and end up getting like triple-letter points and quadruple word scores and all these. I'll get like 40 points off the word but. Yes. That's me. Which would make the, the creator of this uh, this game very happy. It's a tribute. I do it every game, right. a little tribute to Is him. that butts with a Z? Is that why it's a triple-word no. score? Uh, right. Yep. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> oh man is that all you got on scrabble jim yes let's go on all right it's winters by the fire it's summers by the sea it's holidays and family yeah it's scrabble america's good time game it's coco and its kids old stories and friends it's rainy weekends you hope will never end it's scrabble america's good time game All right, Jim. Uh, my number three. Thank you for asking. Um, is a little little game created in eighteen sixty. Checkers. No. Ah. Uh, it was created. It was on a checkered board when it was first created, and it is called the Game of Life. Ooh. In eighteen sixty by Milton Bradley, it was called the Checkered Game of Life, and the original board was a checkered board, and there was, it varies, but it was like red and blue squares or red and black squares or whatever. And one was a good thing and one was a bad thing. You land on it and, and you you try to get to the, you know, the end just like you do in the normal game. Um, but uh, it was just a little different. It was 1860s stuff. Like I think it, uh, you start off like as a as a wee lad, it says, or something on there. And you, <laughs> you retire as an old man and stuff. It just, it's just kind of goofy, but it, they mo- modernized it. 100 years almost to the date in 1960, and that's the game that we know as the game of life. So almost oh. 100 years later. Um, and can of I, course, can I tell you something? What? I, don't. No, don't. No, no. Go I'm on. not going to let. No, no, I'm not going to let you say it. I'm not going to let you say it. Do you know what I was going to say? You're going to say you've never played this game. Yeah, we didn't have it when I was a kid. Get a life. Burn. Big night Maybe. planned, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have this game? Oh, I love this no, game. No, no, I did not. I did not. We did not own life at my parents' house. I never played this game. Okay, you just um, sit down and let me educate so, you a little bit. Yeah, please. And I'm sure I'm I'm one of the few people listening um, who hasn't played this game. But actually, describe the game to me because I okay. have no idea. Well, how now to play. it's on a. It's a instead of a checkered board it's an actual board game and it has like a a little trail where you start in the beginning get to the end just like any other you know get board game um and you have a little car you start off with a little car and you pick a pink or a blue 
peg because if you're a man or a woman and you start off and you and you roll this little this little spinner in the middle and it's one through ten and that's how many spaces you go well you start off you have to do the game of life you start off you uh you either choose to start your career or go to college and you got to kind of like pick what happens at college good things happen or bad things like oh you know you know, you have like lost all your books. You have to pay a hundred bucks or something. You know, it's like that kind of stuff. Or like, hey, you got a um, your tuition paid. Here's a thousand dollars. Like that kind of stuff. So it's like analog Sim City, pretty much. Um, but then, so as you move on from college, and you get married, and then you can have babies, like a baby boy or a girl, uh, and you just move on. And you, there's there's this life tiles, and it's so everything. Like sometimes you got to buy insurance, or your house burns down. But if you have insurance, you're good. Like it's just a little. It sounds stupid because this is what we play every day. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you get to all the way to, you try to get all the way to the end and the person with the most money in in retirement uh wins and that's just kind of how it is it's just a really cool it's a really cool board game the board itself is really cool it's got all these buildings on it and these little mountains you just drive your little car around and stuff um yeah is that, is that you with me so far jim yeah i'm with you okay <laughs> Yeah. Um, can, I, can I tell you, I enjoy Cinnamon Life cereal, which is almost the same thing. Hey, Mikey, he likes it. Um, <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, what else are I going to say? Oh, this is but this is another one we, the whole family played. We all played this. Um, my brother always had to be the banker, I think because he was really stealing money is what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, bastard. Um, and then the whole family could play, and it's it so much fun. I, it was always fun because there's different tiles you land on if you get – you know, a baby girl or baby boy or twins. And sometimes there's always the one sad player who would land on a baby tile every time. And then they have to get a second car because they had so many little pegs of kids <laughs> in there. Uh, but the, yeah, so we always called them the Amish family because they kept having kids. But they're driving a car, so I guess that doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? No, no. Mm, but it's also a game, and so it's okay. <laughs> um,. <laughs> Uh, the, the, one of my favorite things of this, and I talked about this before, um, a little bit during our PlayStation games and other times is there was a PlayStation game called the game of life. And it was, um, a cartoon version of the, basically the 1960s version of this game where you're in a little convertible and all these little, you know, things happen and it, you play it on screen. It's basically the same game. And, uh, I, I would play that all night. My friends and I would, we sit and play that game so much. Um, loved it, loved it. But I like, we actually have an, a uh, uh, vintage, you know, they came out the vintage classics. It's not like a real one from the '60s, but it's like the 1960s version, so it has all the cool stuff on it. Um, yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. This is the first time I learned how to play the lottery <laughs> and how to play and how to play the stock market was from this uh, from this game. But yeah, I can't believe you never played it, Jim. Yeah, never, never played the game of life. Oh well, well, I feel it's... like I had a, a cheated youth. Well, you did, but that's that's you know, kind of your parents' problem or fault. But uh, anyway. I, I will give you Jean's number and let her let you tell oh, her. Oh, we talk we we talk weekly. I got her number. <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean, that's all I got. I mean, that's, I I don't know what else to say about the game. It's I love the game. It's fun. It's a uh, now we got Fletcher, uh, our son, playing it, and he really likes it. Um, I have to you know we have to do a lot of the stuff for him, but he actually wins sometimes. <laughs> So he's obviously better at the real game of life than I am. So that's great. Uh, in so many ways, yes, he's better. In so many ways. Than you are. So many ways. 
Uh, a, a few different versions have come out. A couple things have changed uh, since the 60s version, but it's all pretty much has stayed the same. In the 91 version that came out, they started uh, giving you rewards for good behavior. You get money. Like, um, as, as far as, like, they put a recite, you, you recycled today. Like, they started doing the, you know, it was like the Save the Whales board. Um, or you help the homeless. You know, it's like, so they started doing that. Um, so they added that on there. Um, but yeah, it's pretty much stayed the same since the 60s, Jim. That's all I got. Yeah, I wish I could add to it. I just, um, I never played. All right, Jimbo, what's your number two? Um, I have a lot of notes on this one. i got to try to uh, condense this on the fly. We'll see how well I do. My number two is uh, something that I imagine to hear from you here pretty soon, if not from this pick. Uh-oh. Um, it is a little game called Clue. Oh, Jim, this is my number one. Oh. Mm. But go ahead. We can, uh, we can tag team this can... one here. Perfect. And mm-hmm. I do have a lot of notes on mine too. <laughs> yeah, I and mine is is a lot of notes that I need to kind of paraphrase on the fly. We'll see how well this goes. Um, you know, just so, like every show we do. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, at least I'm I'm acknowledging it on this one, so I don't sound like an idiot. Uh, so a lot everybody's probably played this game, but it's a murder mystery game, and I love murder mystery pretty much anything. From about three to six players, uh, try to play with two. It's not that much fun. It, I, just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was created by a guy named Anthony Pratt from Birmingham, England. Yes, he's also uh, uh, in Parks and Rec. Oh, that's Chris Pratt. Sorry. I think that's Chris Pine. Right, right. Right. Got it. I'll, I get it mixed up every time. Yes, yeah, the new Luke Skywalker. Got it. Okay, uh-huh. go. <laughs> <laughs> this is why the show is great, Jim. It's educational. You see, people learn. Yep. <laughs> the game was uh, first manufactured in the UK in 1949. Um, it's been relaunched a bunch of times. Currently, it's owned by Hasbro. Um, the object of the game is to, to determine who killed in the UK, Mr. Dr. Black, in uh, North America, Mr. Body. And you have to decide who killed him, with what, and where. And basically, you uh, make an accusation until somebody proves you wrong. And then when nobody can prove you wrong anymore, you pull out the dossier in the middle of the game and see if you are correct. So you say a cool uh, word like dossier. I would say get that, uh, that folder thing. The, the, white, the, the, uh, the brown folder. The brown folder. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the characters are uh, Miss Scarlet, yes. uh, Professor Plum, Mrs. Peacock, in North America, Mr. Green. In the UK, it's Reverend Green. Colonel Mustard and Mrs. White, which has been now replaced by a Dr. Orchid, which sounds like a Spider-Man villain. I don't know if I like that. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. That's That was a recent a change, I believe, just last year in 2016. That was but a recent why? I don't know. And she's no longer white. She's like a well, orchid color piece. It's, I, don't, I don't agree with that. I'm glad I already own the game. Right. Um, the, the weapons would be a candlestick, a dagger, 
Uh, and it says a knife in most American North American editions. And in my vocabulary, a dagger is a knife. So same Z's. Um, a lead pipe. A kniff is what I would say. <laughs> uh, a lead pipe. And in uh, in earlier versions, the actual game piece of the lead pipe was made with real lead. Of course it was. And posed a health risk to children. So who killed little Timmy? Um, <laughs> don't, in the living room don't. And the actual lead pipe. <laughs> oh, jeez. We shouldn't be laughing at that, but that's damn funny. <laughs> Can I can I help you out here? There's also the the revolver, which is my favorite because when I was a little uh-huh. kid, I called it the sheen gun. Hey, give me that sheen gun. <laughs> um, it also <laughs> and it's a revolver, uh, and then the rope, and then the wrench. But in you, I believe in the UK and other places, it's called either um, the a spanner, which I don't. Mm-hmm. I we call no one here as a wrench or a monkey wrench in the US. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. What about the rooms, Jim? What about the rooms? Although Spanner makes a little more sense than calling it a monkey wrench, if you think about it. I, yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, what, the, what were the rooms? There was uh, the, the billiards room. Uh, there was a kitchen. Uh, the, what else was there? I didn't the write di- it down. There's the dining room, the conservatory. Um, there's the hall. But you couldn't yeah, – that wasn't like a room room. Um Oh, for crying out loud, I forgot it because I didn't write them all down because I thought, oh, I'll remember the rooms. <laughs> so, I was relying on you, hoping yeah. you had the same list. I know. Um, but <laughs> anyway. what I liked about like the kitchen, the conservatory, and like the the dining room and the, another room, their, their kitty corner or caddy corner, whatever part of the country you're from, um, from each other on the board, and there were secret passages. You could go from like the kitchen to the – like jump to the conservatory, you know, like that kind of thing. Uh, that was always cool. Um I, I, Jim, I, this, like I said, this is my number one, so I'm very excited about it. Um, yes. I like some of the some of the differences between the United Kingdom, the UK version, or the American version. Obviously, we call it Clue. Well, in the UK and other places, they call it Cluedo. And, Cluedo. Um, yeah. I forget. I took that, that instead of karate. Right. Yes, and you're very good at Cluedo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and for a long time, like you mentioned, it was manufactured um, by Parker Brothers, but for a long time it was also manufactured at the same time by Waddington's in the UK, and then they finally merged at some, at, I believe like 67, 60, like not 67 years ago. Um, I forget what to, when they actually did, but there was, it was like the same game produced by two different companies, which is, I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you mentioned some of the differences in the names. Um, Miss White was initially called uh, Nurse White, and they changed to Miss White. And um, and then Colonel Mustard was originally called Colonel Yellow, and then they decided to go with Colonel Mustard, which I I think yellow's fine. Yeah, <laughs> the piece yeah. is yellow, you know. But uh, yeah, um, uh, we had this version. I love playing this game with my family, and we had this version called the. It came out and I wrote down 1988, and it was the. Clue Master Detective Edition, and it was like it was the board was double the size, so it had extra rooms, extra people, extra weapons. It was awesome. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was so cool. And actually, they added some of the the people they added in and the weapons they added in um, for that edition were part of the original plan to have ten characters instead of six anyway. So okay. like they kind of added in. So like um, there's a Mister Brown um. Of Miss Gray, which in the later edition they changed it to Sergeant Gray, 
and there's a couple other I forget what Miss Peach I think yeah yeah and uh yeah so that was really cool um uh yeah, I, I I absolutely love this game. Um, I the way I play, if anyone plays with me here, um, I like to make sure I'm guessing things I know I have, and just to try to throw people off. Like I keep thinking, like, oh man, no one's showing him. He's got he, Mr. Green must be the guy. And the whole time I had Mr. Green, and I, and I people catch on to me, but for a while there, like I really screw some people over, and it's uh it's a good feeling, Jim. It's a good feeling. <laughs> Uh, I yeah, I love I love and again all these games. Like going back, these are all ones I would play with my family when I was a kid. But um, oh, yeah, it's, I just love it. And this is one like I love this. We talked we talked about the movie, which I absolutely love when we did our um our cult classics. And it, my wife never wants to play this game. We have we'll have game nights, and again, you can't play with two people. So when we have game nights, we have okay. There's more than three people here. I'll, I'll I'll go downstairs and get the all the games. You know, she's like, "Go grab the games." And I come upstairs, and I always have this one on top. <laughs> and everyone, not even my wife, they kind of look like, "Oh, well, let's let's do a catchphrase instead." I'm like, "Oh, damn it!" <laughs> like no one ever wants to play Clue with me. It, I absolutely love it. So, and I don't think we can talk about the game without talking about the movie. Oh, the movie is the best part. Uh, the the movie is probably why because the movie came out when I was four or five years old. I remember seeing it maybe for the first time when I was like six, and that's kind of when the first time I would play that game with my my parents and my brothers. So like, if it wasn't for the movie, I probably wouldn't even like the game as much as I do. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Yeah, and Mister Body is so much better sounding than Mister Black. I'm sorry, our UK fans, but Mister Body sounds cool and Body Mansion. I mean, that's just a, it's a way cooler name for the victim. Yeah. 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 I, I concur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you want from me. I don't know. I don't know either. Um, good pick, Jim. Good pick. Clue. Well, good pick, Tom. Oh, my! Oh, I do have one cool. Whoa. I'm Whoa. sorry. I'm sorry. Look up. One cool story about this game. Okay, so that earlier when I was talking about we were playing Scrabble on our honeymoon, our honeymoon it literally poured, downpoured rain the whole time. We went up uh, the north shore of Lake Superior and, uh, you know, on this beautiful um, – you know, mountain area. It's called Lutzen Mountains. So cool, but it was it literally rained the whole time. But we got these games. Well, we played the games already, and so like in this lodge that we stayed at, they had games like in the closet. Like it was like you look up there's like board games. I'm like, oh cool, and I'm like, there's a clue game, and I take it down. And Jim, it was a VCR version. Like oh, you God. play the tape, and you have to re- rewind it and fast forward. Like. <laughs> It's like, and it was absolutely horrible. The worst game I've ever played. And we got it. We played for maybe 10 minutes. Like, this is horrible. And it was, like, on an old VHS tape from the 80s. So, like, it didn't, um, like, it was, the tracking was all bad. Like, it was, it was just, it was bad. It was. Man, you had, you had an awesome honeymoon. <laughs> we've had better days. Um <laughs> But it was we we joke about that all the time. Like that was fun. And apparently they that game was so popular. There was two versions of that game. There was a sequel to that game, which it's not good. It's not good. Uh, later on, uh, when I got older, I bought a computer game of Clue, and it, it was kind of the same thing. It had actual live action like actors portraying certain things. That that was a lot of fun. Of course, it was updated, so it was better than that v, VHS game. Um, but yeah, I I I love this game. I love murder mystery stuff like you you mentioned. Like anything murder mystery, I'm in. 
you know. Yeah, like that episode of Saved by the Bell. Oh, get out of here. I want to go to – I want to do that. We got to do I that. I want to do a dinner mystery. Yeah, totally. <sighs> we, You and I would be so into it and everyone else would just piss us off because they wouldn't be into it as much as we would. <laughs> so, Oh, man. All right, so that's your number two. That is my number deuce. Game of Clue. Who done it? Where they done it? And with which weapon they uh, done it with? I say it was in the kitchen with the wrench by Miss Scarlet. <gasps> it's dead and alive, Remy, with a bloody lead pipe. Nice, nice. Oh, right. The killer is Mr. Green. Well, it could have been someone else. The Game of Clue. All right, Jim. Well, I have a number two, and I don't know if maybe this is your number one. Oh man, it might be. Okay, go ahead. Mine's a little more modern game. Um, okay. It came out, uh, I don't know when the first one came out, actually. Uh, probably in the, like, 90 f- or 2008, 7 era, era, maybe. Maybe a little before that. But mine is Seen It. Oh, that's a good one. I love Seen It. I mean, that was a great game. Yeah, obviously, I mean, we're big pop culture fans. And um, oh, these are so much fun. It's a DVD game yeah it's played it's played on a board and it's it's like trivia pursuit but with there's also video clips and they're all based on movies and movies you we all love and it's just it's so cool it's so cool and there's been tons of different um like sequel packs i remember we got a sequel pack for it so new questions and new new videos and um i have a seinfeld one which nobody likes to play with me on that one because i i'm i'm pretty good at seinfeld trivia and so but actually a friend friend of mine's wife is also really good at Seinfeld so anytime we're together with them then we'll actually play it so that's kind of fun um yeah I oh I love seeing it it's so much it's so much fun it's like a cool party game it's kind of like I guess the party game now is if we're going to talk card games is like well it's apples to apples and it became cards against humanity which is incredibly incredible. crazy yeah incredible but those are card games so those weren't on my list but it was kind of like that party game before those, you know, like it was something to do with everybody around and you watch videos and you, you're screaming and laughing and it's, it's just awesome. But the, basically the gameplay is you have a little board and you have a, a dice that's uh, I think six sides and it has different little logos on there and that corresponds with the question or video you watch. And uh, the, the videos you just answer the question at the end, but sometimes you're like watching a video and you're thinking, oh, they're just going to ask me what, who the actor is. And then suddenly the question would be like, how many times did the camera cut from right to left? <laughs> You're like, what? What? Damn it. Well, I wasn't watching that. You know, it's like, what the hell? Um, yeah. Oh, it's just awesome. It, it, it Obviously, it came out obviously in D, on DVD, but it was also, they had versions on Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 and 4 and the Wii and stuff like that. Um, there's also some, there was a Seen It Online game and a Seen It Daily there were web versions of the game. Those weren't as popular. They didn't last too long. And then there was a mobile game, which I don't believe is available anymore on like your iPhone and stuff. But it was seen. It was huge for a while. They would come out with so many yeah. different versions. There's like a Harry Potter. There's a Disney movies one. There's like, I mean, basically anything that 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 has, uh, you know, like we mentioned before, like that. You know, there's a different trivia pursuits for every category. Same with seen it. There's like a di- for every category you can think of. Um, but, uh, oh, I love it. Jim, did you ever have this game? I did not have it, but I did play it. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, for people like us who love movies and TV and pop culture stuff, I mean, it's 
you might as well have invented this game. I, what if I did? I didn't tell you who invented it. Maybe I did. Who who invented the game? It is, there's no one by name, but it was invented by a company called Screen Life, which is no longer uh, in business anymore. But uh, um, yeah, so maybe I'll just go. Maybe that's my name. Maybe I'm Screen Life. That's a cool name. Like hashtag Screen Life. It is kind of cool name. Yeah. Okay. I'm it gonna, it I'm, was cool until you said that. Yeah. Now it's stupid. I'm sorry, guys. Stupid. It's not stupid. God, I just disappoint our fans constantly. All three of them. You know? Mm-hmm. And mm, Anyway. Love this game, but obviously it's not your number one, Jim. It is not my number one. In a room where emotions run deep, six people are bound by a love of movie trivia. You've seen it. The DVD movie game with over a thousand questions, tons of movie clips, two dice, and one guy they call... The DVD master. They've come to... Solve the puzzle. Name the movie. Who's the actor? Play Seen It with a DVD. It's movie trivia gone high tech. Have you seen it? All right, Jimbo. The time has come. Yep. For our number ones. But first. You excited? But oh, first. Uh, uh. <laughs> Do it every, every time. What are some honorable mentions, Jim, that uh, didn't make your list? Um, I love the game Balderdash. A lot of people like that. A lot of people wrote in, I think, and said they like that one. I I never really played it. I a few here and there, here and there. I I love this game, but I never, I've never. Now I can't say never. Rarely did I play it the way that it's designed to be played right. as a board game. So when I was in fourth grade, we had a teacher who took the concept of this game and then made it playable for an entire class. So you would get a word and um, the entire classroom would make up definitions or whatever you were in teams. can't remember exactly how he designed it. So I've never or rarely played it with like a small group of people on the actual board game. So that's why I didn't put it on my list. Okay. What else you got there? Um, I also love the game Scattergories, but I don't think that that qualifies as an actual board game. See, I, I don't think so either. Um, I like that game a lot, but I don't. Yeah. Think, it's not a board game. So, so yeah, that's uh, that's what I had. Oh, a couple I had. Um, I, I think one of them you might be your number one, so I'm not going to mention it. But um, there's a game called uh, well, you remember Stratego? Loved that game. Loved Stratego. Um, the game Sorry. Remember? Sorry. Uh-huh. Um, there was a game called Fireball Island. Not a lot of people know that game. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Um, if if you want some just classic early '90s fun, just YouTube Fireball Island commercials, and that 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 kind of says it all. It's kind of like Mousetrap on crack. Um, oh, that was uh, a good one. Battleship was another one. Um, so easy to cheat at. So easy. Um, <laughs> uh, and then there's another one there. Oh, and uh, a payday. Do you remember the game Payday, Jim? Vaguely. Okay, so I have a funny, quick, funny story about Payday. We, um, when I was a kid, and when when I was in little league, and actually when my brothers were in little league before me, um, there would always be a. We always did like a tournament with our friends from the north in Canada, in Thunder Bay, Canada. We would do this like exchange program, and then we they come down here and play, and then we go up there and play baseball, and um. And we I remember one year being up there. Now it wasn't me playing. I was there with my brothers, and they were playing. It was bad rain, like really bad rain. Like they had to cancel all the games, and we we're just stuck in this hotel. So my parents went to they don't have Target, whatever the equivalent was of their Target. I can't remember because this was like late '80s, and um, 
they picked out this game. And what I always found cool about this game, and it was fun, you know, just like you go through the week and there's different things on each, on the, you have a, it's like a calendar, the board looks like a calendar. Um, I always thought with this game, because we bought it in Canada, if you flip the board over, it was the same game, but in French. Oh. And that's how I learned how to speak very, very, very little French. <laughs> very little and i can't even i don't even know any of it now so yeah there's that game but i had to leave that one off the list i have a feeling jim i might know your number one so why don't you go ahead and tell all our fantastic friends out there well this is by far hands down my favorite game of all time and it's hard for me to convince my wife to play it with me um i love monopoly oh i knew it i knew it <laughs> Uh, it's hands down my favorite game period. And I don't, when I play Monopoly, I don't want like a 90 minute game of Monopoly. I want like a six hour, like right down where everything is. So nobody cheats. We can go to bed and start playing it again tomorrow game. It doesn't end that way, Jim. You know how every game of Monopoly ends. It's someone flips the board board in the next Uh, room over game is the first time I ever swore at my grandma because we were playing this game. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ, grandma. <laughs> I got Baltic <laughs> Avenue with one house. You got boardwalk in. Oh, I was so mad. Anyway. That's what I hate about playing it with just my wife because whoever gets part of place in boardwalk. It's over. It's over. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, you really need, you need like a big, not a big group but what, like four, at least four. You need people. four people, four people to play that game right and to make it fun. Uh, but I, I freaking love Monopoly. <laughs> I love it so much that when I was a kid, um, I have an older sister, but she wasn't, you know, she was older than me. So she was in school uh, and away to college and stuff. I would play Monopoly by myself and I would roll the dice for two players and buy and buy properties and houses as two different players. Would you favor one player over the other? <laughs> no. Nope. Nope. I hated myself equally. <laughs> yep. Alright, I'm sorry. Jim. I don't know if I don't know if that says that I like Monopoly that much or I just had that sad of a childhood. Yes. Yep. Okay. So Monopoly uh I'm sure everyone has played this game, but I don't need to explain the game a <laughs> no, whole lot. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. So it started in 1903 to promote the theories of a guy named Henry George. Um, he was an economist who believed that people should own the value of a product they produce themselves, but the economic value from land should belong equally to all members of society. So this was like to show people that like kind of the evils of owning property, really. Mm-hmm. And it was sense. originally called the landlord's game. <laughs> Scumlord. <laughs> um, so it was first published by Parker Brothers in 1935. Uh, so it was around for about 30 years before it became like commercially produced. Um, so obviously Monopoly is when you dominate a market as one single entity, and that's what you're trying to do is buy everything and make everyone else bankrupt. Hmm. Cheerful. Sounds sounds fantastic. <laughs> what uh, what properties did you always try to go for? I like, besides Boardwalk and Park Place. I like the railroads. I was a big fan uh-huh. of owning all four. Um, I also like the um, I'm not gonna remember the yellow. They're yellow. Um, like Atlantic. Was it Land Atlantic? Was, like, uh, was there Vermont Atlantic? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I like I like those. I like having that corner. 
Um, I actually kind of was a fan of owning uh, the two purple ones in the beginning, Baltic and. Oh yeah. Because you just screw people on those, you know. Um, they were like they cost you like sixty bucks to buy. Yeah, and then once you get you... a bunch of hotel on there, you just really screw everyone. So. Yeah, it just chips away at them. I love those yeah. ones. Yeah, for you sure. You must go to jail. Do them. not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. I love the gauntlet between the um, the jail and the free parking space. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! So like the red, the the Chicago one, like Illinois Avenue, and then the, I think it was the orange ones. Yeah. In that stretch right there, I love to own those. Those just nailed people. Yeah, those are those are good ones. Those are good ones. Um, it it amazes me though. It, it took how many? Well, since 1903, but it was like the 1930s when this became commercialized. Yeah. It took how long for finally them to come up with, like like we in in this town where I live, Duluth. There's a Duluthopoly. And there's like oh, yeah. sci- there's Simpsons opoly, and there's all these different pop culture monopolies, and then there's every town. There's probably one for Cleveland, I'm sure. I'm it, sure there. Yeah, and it's um, it just amazes me that it took that long for that to finally that didn't hit the market till like ten years ago, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Um, and then they yeah. they modernized it. Instead of money, you get like a debit card. You just swipe a card. Oh, really? I didn't even I even notice that because we have the we have like I said we have those classic looking ones. So we have the like the old school one. So I didn't know about the card yeah. thing. Yeah, I think this has been around for a couple of years. I've never played it. I've just seen it. Where as the banker, you hold just like a a debit card swiper, and oh. you punch in how much it is. I don't know. It's kind of cheating, but right. I guess you gotta gotta go with the times. Yeah. Oh, good good stuff. Um, um, what were your so... favorite chance cards? Or a community um, chest, or whatever one it was like a. Uh, I can't remember which one was which, but anyway. I I loved getting the uh, second place in a beauty pageant. That's, it always made me pretty. That's my favorite too. Oh, <laughs> second place in beauty pageant, fifty bucks. <laughs> love that one. Love that. There's a great scene. There's a great scene, and I don't know how many people actually like this movie, but I love the movie Weekend at Bernie's. Uh-huh. And, and there's a great scene because you know the, the, people don't know the movie that Bernie is dead. And they keep tracing him around like he's alive, like he they, you know, like, and and there's a scene where the one guy is playing Monopoly with Bernie, and Bernie's dead, and so it reminds me of when you played Monopoly by yourself, because you basically <laughs> played for two people, but yeah. he he's like he always says that he's like, oh Bernie, you got second prize at a beauty pageant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Uh, do you know the name of the uh, character? In Monopoly? No. I want to think I do, but I don't. Rich Uncle Pennybags. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. That's, I'm going to call someone that tomorrow. Hey, Pennybags. <laughs> they started him in... Uh, so he became commercialized in 1935, and they brought him on in 1936. So he's been around since pretty much the beginning. And I think I've mentioned it on the show... And this blew my mind when I discovered it in uh, real life that um, the properties in the original Monopoly are based on streets in and around Atlantic City. I I think you mentioned that before, and I have heard that before. Like they're all like in the Jersey area, Atlantic City stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought that was incredible when because I was on the ocean, the Atlantic City boardwalk when my friend Chris dropped that knowledge on me and it just blew my mind. So the boardwalk in Atlantic city is boardwalk and it intersects park place and uh, a a bunch of others, you know, all the properties are all 
right there. Um, I thought it was incredible. Um, so Marvin Gardens, one of the oh, yellow yeah. properties. Yeah, there's it. Marvin Gardens. Yep. It's in the game is uh, spelled V-I-N Gardens. Uh-huh. And it's a misspelling. The actual name is E-N Gardens. Okay. And uh, the, Mar- the let me see. It was not until 1995 the Parker Brothers acknowledged the misspelling of Marvin Gardens, formally apologizing to the re- residents on Marvin Gardens. Like, no one, did you say 95? 1995. No one noticed. Yeah. From 1903 <laughs> to 1995, no I, one said anything? noticed, but Parker Brothers just didn't acknowledge that it was a misspelling. Kind of like those guys that, who had guess who, and their little girl's sad because there wasn't enough girls, and you're kind of like, eh, it's too bad, kid. Yeah, that's yeah. life. That's nice. Yeah. Grow up. Wow. Grow up. Uh, and the Atlantic City Quakers Arctic Avenue uh, became Mediterranean Avenue. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's not actually a real one. Okay. And uh, you liked the railroads. What was your favorite railroad? Uh, reading. Reading. Because it reminded hmm. me of reading Rainbow. <laughs> Which is weird because that's something you do so little of. I don't even know how. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> short line. What do you uh, say? We call it short. <laughs> short line was uh, shortened from Shore Fast Line, which was a streetcar line that served Atlantic City. It wasn't actually a railroad service. Hmm. The more you know. Yeah, yeah right? right? I thought that was interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, so when I was in, I was probably in junior high. Like I said, I freaking love this game. And I had like a lot of novelty t shirts. Mm-hmm. I always wore t-shirts like that and i had one that had the property card to boardwalk on it nice that was the t-shirt the whole shirt was the property card of boardwalk i bet and the I ladies loved them I some was, jimmy doubt with a park uh, place. i was so popular yeah. i i wore i was just i was just looking for my park place dom i wore that uh i wore that boardwalk shirt probably once a week really throughout junior high i freaking loved that shirt oh we have to get uh, you a new one so you know between uh, between my boardwalk shirt and my uh, scholastic trivia team, pretty pretty popular guy. Pretty sad pretty childhood. Cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> pretty lonely guy. No, that's not nice to say. <laughs> Just went home and played Monopoly by myself. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> Jim, we're, free, we're we're leaving off one of the most important things. What was what uh, character were you? The car, always the car. Yeah, I was a big fan of the car. Um, later on in years, because when I was younger, our our um, our, P- our Monopoly board was missing the battleship. So for a long time, I didn't even know a battleship existed. Someone and, sunk your battleship. Yeah, and so yeah. Uh, once we got a newer version, I was always the battleship after that because mm. I thought it was cool. And for some reason, my mom was always the top hat. I, I don't know why I remember that, but she was always... I like the top hat. Yeah. 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 My sister was usually the dog. There was a dog and there was a bunny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't remember the other ones, but yeah. Good stuff, Jim. Good pick. Good pick. Love that game. Yeah. But I, I can't convince my wife to play it. Well, I mean, you convinced her it's to marry you. To play with you, you, convinced her, you convinced her to marry you. Just leave her alone. That's enough. <laughs> She's been through enough. Yeah, no, poor girl. Poor girl. <laughs> Brothers kind of fun brings people together. Delayed. 
Monopoly's been bringing people together for almost 50 years. That's how long we've been wheeling and dealing together, building hotels together, and going to jail together. Warner the market and utilities. You can't lose. Share a smile and your day seems a whole lot better. Parker Brothers kind of fun. Brings people together. Oh, man, no, that, Jim, good picks. You had some good picks, Jim. I don't agree with all of them, but you had some good ones. Me too. Well, I, I don't agree with some of yours, but you know what? It's not what this is about. Yes, it is. It's about me. Isn't it about? Isn't the show me about me? I can't remember now. It is about you. It's your show. Well, my name is first. Do you remember mm-hmm. when we started? We came up with trying to name it, and we said, "Let's do." And I was trying to say, "Let's do Jim and Tom's." And you said, no, it's do Tom and Jim's. Isn't that what you said? I remember you saying something. I did. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm a very modest person. Something else. Um, all right. I uh, I wanted to read. Some people don't agree with us. They, some people have their own opinions on their top five games. You ready for some? Yeah. Uh, our friend, these are from Facebook. Um, our friend Aiden, he had uh, Monopoly, Chess, Stratego, Battleship, and Outburst. Um, I remember outburst. I remember my mom and dad like they would do the the modern game like what we do for game night now, and they invite their friends over, get drunk, and play outburst. Um, nice. Uh, Dave from Facebook, um, Risk, and then he said, puts in parentheses. You think the re- the Ukraine is weak? <laughs> I love it. That's a Seinfeld <laughs> reference, really. Uh, he had it's, uh, in uh, the Ottoman Empire, full of furniture. Yeah, I, just I put your feet up. Um, yeah. Seen it, Scrabble. He says, I never played it, but it looks like a good time. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just read that for the first time. Uh, that's funny. Uh, Battleship and Monopoly. And then um, Zach shoots in ladders. He must. Oh, he's got a little daughter. Maybe that's why he's got to play it all the time. Um, seen it. And then he put apples to apples. Not technically a board game. Um, Battleship and then Dominoes. Dominoes is not Dom- on a board, is it? It's on a, whatever table you decide to play it on, I guess. I guess. Um, and then we had one other comment from our from our our, our uh, flying Hawaiian uh, Leanne here. I love uh, – she's the best, by the way. Uh, she also had apples to apples on there. Balderdash, categories, yeah. Boggle, and Mastermind. I don't know Mastermind. Do you know that one? No. No. Okay, well, I'm sure it's fun. And so thank you for those uh, writing in those. And so, Jim, what should people – Send our list of for next week. What? <laughs> what should people send their list? I think I said that wrong. Take two. What should people send us next week for their list? I had to think about how to say that. What's what our topic doing? next week, Jim? What what, Jim week? Have you? Oh, this is horrible. Oh, my God. Hey, Jim, what are we doing next week? Tom, let me tell you. We are going to do our top five college movies yes yes we are now in august uh people gearing up for college and we thought this would be a fun one this was a a suggestion long time ago i'm not sure who this suggestion was from so i apologize um but i think this one would be a lot of fun so it has to be college movies so college has to be represented in the movie and the reason i'm talking slowly and clearly for you jim is because sometimes you don't get this correct because the following week, because we, we're gearing up for school, we're doing our college movies, and the following week we're going to do high school movies, and I'm thinking I know one of yours already. <laughs> what, high school movies? Yeah. You know when we did our rom-coms? 
that no, I'm, I, I got it. I understand that you're trying to make fun of me. I completely understand where you're coming from. If you don't know what I'm talking about, please go back to our uh, our rom-coms episode and uh, listen to us fight. It's epic. Um, but that movie won't be on my list because it was one of my favorite rom-coms, not one of my favorite high school I'm just, movies. Oh, fine, but it's also... Anyway, go back and listen. You'll see what we're talking about. But next week we are doing our college movies college related i'm excited about this jim i uh i i'm a i'm a big fan of like uh well i don't know like a, a fraternity movies you know stuff like that i think they're, they're a lot yeah. of fun they're goofy they're just they are what they are kind of thing and uh this would be a good this would be a good episode yeah no this would be a great episode i'm i'm yeah yeah we'll have to talk because we'll one just popped into my head and i need to know if it's going to qualify because i don't want to I can't. I, I can't live it down for the next thirty episodes past this right. one. Well, so the wives. The wives are the tiebreaker, so that you have to ask. You have to ask my wife or your wife, and you see if it qualifies. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, Good let's talk. let's wrap this up. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> uh, we apologize if for any uh, incon you know craziness in the show. Uh, we had we had some rough rough time recording this one. <laughs> I don't know if you could tell. Hopefully you can't. Hopefully I still have some editing skills and you won't be able to tell at all. And Let's now say, I just uh, told you from, all, so from it doesn't the matter. Beginning, uh, from, from the beginning of this episode to the end of the episode, I'm wearing different pants. Yes, yes. And I'm not wearing pants at all. And I wasn't uh, at the beginning or the First end. First time, so, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, all right, man. Well, if everyone, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter uh, and Instagram. And we have some Spotify lists with our, uh, with our music uh, top fives. And um, so check that out. You can also email us at Tom and Jim's top five at gmail.com. And you can find us on Podbean, of course, and then iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts. Jim Doubt, anything else for the lovely people out there? Nope. Great. I'm going to call you back in five minutes. Can't wait. Time to play the game. <laughs> Don't you forget there's a price you can pay